Nagam and welcome to episode 4 of Nights at Nefertiti's. Welcome back. Uh, I have a lot to cover this episode. I planned it out in advance um, because I just had a lot of like sparks of ideas after the last episode. So I'm going to get started. Um, one like major topic that I wanted to discuss on um, this episode was phases versus lifestyle choices and like lifestyle choices in general because I know that growing up our parents or even society around us just think that some of our choices throughout what we do with our lives is just a phase and that it'll go away and then later on we'll just go back to I guess how our family and parents want us to think um but I split it to only, like, two categories that I want to, like, talk more about. But there's a third one. I don't know if I'm going to hint at it or not. And I'm sorry about my phone. It's blasting on the side. Um, the very first one, though, that I do want to talk about is um, being a vegetarian. For some odd reason, my family, not my mom or my dad, but, like, like, my extended and, like, other family members, they believe that me being a vegetarian is just a phase and that it'll go away. And the funniest thing that I ever got from all of it was um, my grandma was like, oh, wait until you find whoever you're going to marry and um, he'll make you eat meat. I was like, what? That's not a thing. I will never eat meat for anyone at all. And um, that's just never going to happen. Before I even like turned into a vegetarian, I wasn't even eating like beef or like red meat. Um, I stopped that for a very, very long time. And I was only eating chicken and fish. And then I like went straight on vegetarian. Like, um, yeah, um, and I, like, watched so many different, um, documentaries on Netflix and then YouTube and on TV and stuff like that, so I'm, like, totally not for, um, the meat industry. The whole industry is really effed up, and I don't agree with it in any way, and I, that's one of the reasons why. I chose to be a vegetarian, and another reason is that I honestly don't enjoy eating meat <laughs> in any way. Um, I just, I'd rather, I'm like very, very content eating fruits and vegetables and carbs, <laughs> basically. That is how I choose to live. And um, so I don't ever think that me being a vegetarian is a phase. I have been a vegetarian for a really long time right now. I think almost three or four years. Don't quite remember. Um, but I don't see myself um, going back and eating meat. Um, I know that I'm not the strictest of vegetarian. Like, I'm not the strictest vegetarian just because when I am back in... Um, uh, Egypt or in like a Mediterranean country I will try at least like their traditional dishes that do involve seafood but I know it's more of um it's not exploiting 
as much. But other than that, I'm not that big on um, breaking those rules. But a lot of people think it's just a phase and then you'd end up just going back to eating meat. And I don't think that at all. And I think that um, that's something that people should respect is that some of these life choices, even though you don't agree with them, that this person is very, very happy with the way that they're living their life with those certain choices, those certain choices. Wow, I cannot speak today. Um, another thing that I noticed also that people say that it's just like a phase instead of like a life choice is the different types of music that we listen to. Um, like, for example, I know for me, um, I don't think that my music cha- my music taste has changed dramatically over the years, but I know that it's, like, not a phase that I'll, like... Like, in the past, I know in middle school, we all had that weird emo phase where we just listened to the, the super depressing music. Um, I just think that that was not a phase for me. I love sad songs which is so weird to say out loud I mean of course I love some upbeat music the ones that you could dance around to have fun with your friends um that kind of music is always awesome and I'm always down for that but like when I'm by myself or like listening to music on a walk or anything I love me some sad songs which is weird because I would think that would impact my mood, but it honestly doesn't. Like, I know that when I listen to Arabic music, if I'm not, like, out in public or, like, hanging out with friends and, like, we're trying to jam out and stuff, um, I'd listen to, like, kind of depressing Arabic songs, but that's just who I am, and it's it's not a phase for me. It's the type of music that I really love to listen to. Um... And that's why when anyone ever asks me to, like, pick a song or make a playlist or do anything like that, I'm, I'm very blunt and I'm always like, I don't have good music taste. And I know that I don't have good music taste because I've gotten people that have told me about that before. But at the same time, I just say that just so that they don't judge me. It's so weird. My head works weird when it comes to, like... Um, like sharing the type of music I like with other people but normally when I am around other people I don't um try to listen to that type of depressing music unless if it's like my mom and we're just like hanging in the car and just listening to depressing Arabic music but other than that that's like not a phase to me and that is my life choice um another thing that I guess I could touch a little bit on I want to make like a like a different episode about it is um like choices on what I like to wear because I know that I went through like obviously the whole ugly phases of middle school and stuff um where you still don't know where your what your style is and like what you like to wear and stuff but then I found what I love to wear in college and like not the first year though definitely not I'm like thinking about back in my head right now um no more probably like around junior year I would say is when I completely found like the type of outfits that I love like I love 
um, flowy pants. I love body suits. I love, um, I went through, uh, this time where I only wore like boho rompers. Um, I love that kind of stuff. And I like when I want to like dress up, if I'm not going to run errands or anything, I will be wearing, like, that kind of stuff. But, like, people think it's just a phase and that I should change it and dress differently and more sophisticated and stuff, but, like, you could definitely dress sophisticated the way that I dress. This is going off on a tangent. Um, another thing that I really wanted to discuss on here is, um, the Women's March, um, so it happened this past weekend, and there has been so much controversy around it. Controversy? Maybe I don't know how to pronounce that word correctly. My point is, even though that there are negative connotations um, that appeared with um, the actual organizers of the Women's March, I believe more of the message that is with it rather than the people. I, I didn't even like put two and two together and have like a connection of people that of the organization. When I think of a women's march, I only think of um, women women empowerment and just standing up and talking about equality. Um, so that is my like little um, splurge about that. But um, I wanted to share with you guys some of like the fun um, posters that were posters or signs that I liked. Um, I checked USA Today, and um, one of them said, so bad even introverts are here. I was just, I like, I died because that's so, so true. Um, as an extroverted introvert myself, I am 100% with that sign because I think that it's if, if it's like something that means so much and an introvert is out and you know that it's bad <laughs> um another poster I liked was um okay it said boys will be boys they crossed out the second boys and wrote held accountable for their actions and this was a sign that was in Detroit and um I thought that was great because they should be held accountable for their actions especially I feel like this past year um so many different things um dealt with that like that exact um phrase boys will be boys so I loved that one um another one is from London and it said we are not ovary reacting like ovaries Love that. I like my cheesiness. Um, another one that I liked was, I will not go quietly back to the 1950s. And, oh, this one was one of my favorites. It was from L.com, and it said, um, we need to talk about the elephant in the womb. Because it's basically referencing um, the, Republican, the Republican Party and its... Um, its uh, views on um, like women's bodies and uh, how other things should be dealt with that. Um, so yeah, so if you don't know that much about the Women's March, again, it is basically marches and rallies mainly in major cities in the U.S. and some European major cities as well. And it basically is to support 
the equal rights, healthcare, and social justice for women. And um, I think it's like a really great thing. And I know that I'm going to be recording a episode about feminism. Um, And just talking about this now reminds me of a really good friend of mine. Her name is Amira Shohdi. And she has her own movement called I Can't Do It All. And it talks about how women um, shouldn't be expected to do it all. And um, that we're humans and we can't do it all. Um, So I'm going to be talking about on another episode of the podcast. I'm definitely going to cover more about um, feminism and just like women rights in general. And um, like how sometimes there is a negative connotation to the word feminism, even though I, I don't believe in it. I don't believe in the negative um, perspectives that people have, but I will discuss it too because I love um, being able to show two sides of um, the different perspectives and so that everyone has like their voice being being heard whether you think it's a positive word or a negative word um there is another thing that i did want to say about um the women's march was the newly representative alexandra ocaso cortez um she was just uh elected during this past november midterms um she was one of one of the women that um were able to break history um she said a part she had a speech in new york city um but she said uh, part of her speech it was like we need to advance and fight for america where all people are welcomed and no are left no people are left behind and i know that while this year has been historic there's a lot more congresswomen left here in the audience right now there's a lot more city councilwomen and i know there's a future president out here i loved that i had to quote it um so yeah the women's march is a really great thing and this was the third annual one and um the sad thing is though uh at least in new york city i know that apparently the numbers of people that went out um decreased since last year and um even though it's upsetting um sorry i'm making a lot of noise right now um, it's upsetting, but I think that, um, the people that did go out and supported it, even though there was controversy around it, that, um, they still let the voices be heard because of all the issues that we want to deal with when it comes to women. So, I support that fully. Um, this, ha- I'm gonna go off on to another subject, um, I think two days ago, I may have posted on my Instagram story a picture that was basically, it was like a sign in the middle of a sidewalk, and it said that it costs zero dollars to be kind. Um, So this past week has been a bit tough in my personal life, just because I dealt with um, a lot of different um, medical personnels. Um, in, like, the medical field, and by that I mean, like, nurses, doctors, EMTs, um, like that, uh, at a hospital, actually, and the thing is 
that blew my mind was that um, if you go into like a field like that, you think that like doctors and nurses and EMTs, they choose these careers to try to help people and not to belittle them. Um, especially when it's something that this person is coming all the way to the hospital for because they're worried and afraid of of whatever they're dealing with medically. Um, that you would be at least treated with respect and kindness because you are there to seek their help and guidance. Um, and I was just um, disappointed in some, but... Uh, Others these past two days were amazing and they did their job uh, perfectly and they even went above and beyond is the words that I'm trying to say. Above and beyond with the care that they gave. Um, But before that, I was just very surprised about how people were reacting um, to certain things that were happening. Um, other things that I want to say about kindness in general is that we grew up in a, like, when we were younger, that if you have nothing nice to say at all or anything like that, that you shouldn't say anything at all. And, um, sometimes people come into your life and they seem so kind and nice and, um, respectful but then later on, um, it's all an act. Uh, I've dealt with that many times. And um, basically, don't be fooled by someone's kindness when maybe all they want is something from you. Um, so sometimes kindness can be hidden. Like, it could be, it could seem like kindness, but it could be something completely different. Um So I feel like kindness is a very tricky word that you could either, you either think that everyone should have or people manipulate that word at times. But no, I think that um, I try to strive to be kind to everyone and I try to make sure that um, I treat people the way that I would like to be treated and that I try to do it with care and patience and understanding and I think all of these go with the word kind. Uh, I feel like I got so sentimental right there but that's just a side of me that the podcast has yet to see that I'm sharing now. Um, As I promised in probably the first episode is that I would give Nefertiti facts because I realized that I never really did. So I have around three, well, they're kind of like two and a half um, facts about her that I wanted to share. Um, The first one is that um, Nefertiti actually ruled alongside of her husband, Akhenaten, um, and um, she was known to be very clever and and she regenerated many thoughts, and um, she helped him with, because they re- revolutionized um the way that egyptians would look at religion and they focused on even though they were um poly polytheistic they believed in many gods but um 
when it came to Akhenaten and um, Nefertiti, when they ruled, they wanted it to focus primarily on the sun god. Um, also, during her reign, um, uh, art was changed. They made it more realistic, and you see that through a lot of the different um, art pieces that you see, except that um, I was reading this the other day was that her sculpture that is in the Berlin Museum, um, the bust, uh, apparently they smoothed out a lot of her, I guess, they use the word imperfections, but I mean, they just smoothed out things that it just made it appear that she was more beautiful, but at the same time, the like this I think it was like a CT scan or something um another person like redid it on a computer and she basically still looked really beautiful just with um a like a bump in her nose was added and a few like marks around her mouth or something and I was just blown away by that random fact um another fact for you which is number two ish because it's going to be like two and a half um is that Nefertiti after the 14th year of her and her husband um ruling over Egypt somehow she disappeared out like out of history out of all um historical records and there are so many theories but um I think the one theory that I learned the most about was that she went under a different name um, later on. And I don't remember what the name was, but it was basically she ruled um, after that under a different name. She ruled um, over Egypt uh, until she gave the throne to her stepson, King Tut. So those are my Nefertiti facts for you. And I think that is all I really wanted to touch base on. Um, yeah, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any other ideas or topics that you want me to, to discuss, you could always DM me on Instagram or leave a comment on SoundCloud or iTunes. Um, yeah, go check out iTunes, rate and comment. Because I do want to hear your feedback. I love to hear it. And I love to hear the critiques because it helps me fix what needs to be fixed. Um, and yeah, I am so happy with uh, the way that this podcast is turning out. It's very exciting for me. And um, that's all I really want to talk about today. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.